Hi guys, it's Wa. Hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be a little peppery, a little spicy, a little salty, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet, honey. Yes. So today's episode is 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 9, Bad Blood. Now we got bad blood. And some some problems, and we can't solve them. Now we got bad blood. Hey, great Wah. You know what? Taylor Swift just dropped "Midnights at Midnight," and Wah just got an earful of like a morning Chris Farah just shrieking in her ear. You know, she's just had to sit here and listen with a face of like. I'm not, I'm not going through hell. <laughs> no, it's just that, like, yeah, I just, I, I, yeah, the shriek is so real. <laughs> okay, so let's just first talk about Jovi and Yara, only because I have several clips from them, and <laughs> we got to talk about it. So we start with them. They're getting ready for the airport, and mm-hmm. this whole time, I really thought that Myla didn't really mess with Miss Gwen that much because she hasn't seen her in a minute, mm-hmm. but it's not true. This episode, Myla was all about her Mima. Yeah. She was all about that babushka. Yeah. She said, who are you two? Yeah. I don't want to go with you. I would like to stay with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cute. It was really cute. I just thought that, I thought their little travel outfit was cute too. Myla in her little pink pajamas. Look at those pearls. She's wearing, listen, there are pearls around her neck that Yara put. You understand what I'm saying? Pearls. He's in cream, her favorite color, beige or cream. She's in pink. And then, you know, they look soups cute. You know, Yara didn't do a lot of tribal makeup. She was like barefaced, you know, but I mean, stealing, stealing the show was a Myla who was just so adorable, you know? She was not barefaced. She had on like lashes or like- She, she didn't have lashes. She had eyeliner on. I'm sorry. She was just like, she was kind of, well, no, I feel like she had just fat foundation on, but like no eye makeup on. She just had like, she had like what looked like a BB cream, like a dewy BB cream that just kind of washed her out. I didn't see not marry any like- Oh, contour. I'm going to let you be the person that- Oh, so you, okay. What you're saying is she was wearing- Okay, I understand. I'll let you be the under, people who understand what fair skin folks makeup look like. Go back I to her face. Let's go back to her face. Okay. She has on eye makeup. Oh, for you're sure. right. You're right. She you're has right. on some kind of lip tint. Yeah, she doesn't have contour on, but contour doesn't make you not have you're makeup right. on. Contour you're is right. just like something that you. Okay, great. So she's her eyebrows. Right. You're okay. right. Right, right, we're good. So they go to the airport and this whole airport situation, like, first of all, listen, they leave the house. And I don't mean to just have a picture of Yara's butt, but if you just look to the right of your screen, you're going to see all of the things that they just leave out on the counter. They're going to be gone for two weeks. You just don't leave those things out. I mean, it's water, but also here's a close up of it in case you just really want to zone in and see what it is. It's an Aquafina bottle, water. It's a cup of water. It's like whatever that other thing is that's laying on its side, what looks like a giant blixed bliss text like like thing and i'm just like i don't believe this scene this was a fake leaving the house scene 
that looks like a vape pen package. I like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, yeah, so many bottles of water and a cup of like, and the cup, it looks like it's a fresh yeah. cocktail with what looks like. It's a, a fresh cup rim, of water. A rim also, oh, is it? Well, is it? Yeah, because ice? Jovi was drinking it. It's See, a fresh it is, cup of ice water. That if he just Joey's been drinking it, I say it's a cocktail. I say there's okay. alcohol in there. Okay. Yeah, because he did have alcohol when they got to the airport. He had a beer in his hand when they were walking through. And God. so we've stopped that narrative of him being just like this wild drunk. But, you know, he Probably. might be. Yeah. yeah. So they get to the airport and Jovi like break almost breaks his ankle trying to like unload the items out of this car you could see this picture i caught this picture of him like fully in the air like catching air it's raining mrs gwen is driving them to the airport yes and on the way there jovi makes some very xenophobic remarks about not having to learn the language to speak to his mother-in-law which i know is a joke but tlc or but my my sharp or whoever edited this just wants us to think of him as just such an american like Whatever the word is. He gives the gift of saying such shitty shit on TV, though. He knows he's being taped, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's, I think that I, I understand, though, because sometimes I like bratty humor. Like, I'll do bratty humor, but the joke is that I'm a brat, you know? Like, which isn't, you know, like, if someone has it, they become to me, you know? Like, it's the, it's that kind of thing, but whatever. We, I think that, the, you know, Joey, Joby and Yara pretty much have, like, a full good relationship. So any drama we is to be had is, like, not really real. Yeah, but let's just watch him with the hang time. <laughs> Look at him. Mm -hmm. And he goes back to do it again. Let's watch it again. For those of you on Patreon, you get to see the full video of this. We're pulling up, it's raining. Just jumps from the bed of that truck to with luggage in hand. And you know the luggage is filled with things. And doesn't like break an ankle, nothing. Just like real sprightly, you know, just really real 20s. He's giving he's giving I'm 20. And also for me, because of the work he does, like on that boat, I don't know what that man does. He he probably has a really good body. I yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, he says that he has a dad body or whatever, but he still like has some like, you know, athletic proudness to him. You know, I think that sometimes I miscalculate what someone can do with their body, who especially has done athletic stuff in their like childhood and life, because I didn't have that life, and so I think that they have a certain amount of like body confidence and trust in what they can do. And like, they exercise that more than I do because I feel like at any time I could break anything and probably will. Yeah. And it's, it took me a long time to really like soak into the fact that that's what Chris's life is like, because every time like to this day, I still don't believe some of the ailments that she says she has. Like it takes like, ailments? she'll be, she'll be plantar fasciitis, like oh, yeah. eczema. Every time oh, you tell me yeah. you have a new thing, I'm always like, that's eczema. Yeah. Oh, my, I mean, I can't show you my plantar fasciitis, but you, it's there. It's there. It's <laughs> I didn't believe her plantar fasciitis. Why don't you believe like eczema? You just like, you think that's a weird thing? Look at my arm. Look at my finger. No, I see it. I see it. But like, I have two spots right here. I'll show you. Right now? No. I'll show you. No, no. Do you want to see it? No, no, I don't. I don't. Do you want to see my, my but I guess I just, because I don't have those things. Like, I'm like, she can't have them. Though, though that's for like, uh, like, my friend is just delicate she just has a very like delicate constitution i do yeah and i just part of me doesn't believe it (laughs) i would have died if we were like at any other time like super all probably already you know yeah i really i i believe you now like we'll be walking normally on a street that has no nothing and she'll fall yeah and you're just like 
how, how did you, how did that happen? Like how, how did the, the interconnected between her brain and some of the times when her leg, her limbs move there, there's not a connection. Sometimes. Yeah. That's why I don't have good body confidence. I don't trust my body. I have good body confidence when it comes to being naked. That's fine. Like I'll go to a Korean spot and take my clothes off in front of any person. I mean, legally, I guess I can't do it as a man. I mean, I, I mean, I won't take as my a clothes man. off. Sorry. Confusing. If I went to a Korean <laughs> spa, I can't take my clothes off in front of men, but, uh, what I'm trying to say is, is that I will take my clothes off in front of men. It's very easy for me to do so, but I will not trust my body in movement of athletic things because it's failed me. Okay, so shall, <laughs> we, me. shall we talk about <laughs> the show? So no, uh, let's continue talking about your ailments. So, no, anyways, uh, they. I, I want to say in the airplane, uh, they are like. At first, I thought they were in a middle seat, but I see that he's in the... They have a three row, and they just bought the middle row. Yeah. They, they bought the whole row, which is what you do when you have a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes the baby is on her lap, and sometimes uh, the baby is in the baby's own chair, but never is the baby in Joby's lap, who's just passed out in the window seat, honey. Like, I understand that. Like, I bought myself a toddler-sized feather pillow with its own matching silk pillowcase, and I travel with it, and I always get the window seat so I can, like, prop it against the window seat and just pass outsees wowsies but ba barely do i i actually can't really sleep on a plane but at least i'll be comfortable for eight hours well yeah i mean i used to love the idea of traveling with a pillow and then i realized like how dirty planes are like after the pandemic nothing is the same for me mm -hmm. like i can't i just can't i can't do it it freaks me out so i don't travel with a pillow anymore and i hate it so what if to you get over it what if you wiped down everything and then you had two travel pillowcases one that you like used there and one that you used back oh okay that will work okay yeah yeah so he they then get there to Prague and they get off the plane they have a little costume change which I, I wasn't mad at and the mother shows up with flowers and she's crying and she hugs and Milo's asleep and she tells Jovi that the baby looks like him and <laughs> Yara's like wait till she opens her eyes and you'll see if her eyes are like me and Yara just cannot Yara is like, listen, oh, finally I get to speak my mother tongue. Finally, I don't have to think about the words that are coming out of my mouth. Finally, finally, finally. And I'm happy for her. And um, that baby is Jovi. That's a Jovi baby. Come on, Yara. Like, where do you, let me like, come on. I can't tell. So she just starts to talk about things in uh, the language. I don't know if they're speaking Russian or Hungarian. I'm not sure. And Ukrainian. I don't know. Yeah, you can Google it. You can look it up and see what language they're speaking in Ukraine. So they are having a good time, and Yara says that she doesn't know how long she's going to be in Europe. Like it's probably not going to be the same amount of time that they had originally planned together. And she's having conversation with her mother about it. And her, there's there's a conversation where the mother is like, "Yeah, I'll take Milo. I'll take her for the whole day." And oh, great, Ukrainian, great, great. <laughs> I'll take her for the whole day. And Yara gives another dig at Miss Gwynn. She's like, see, this is what I expected a grandmother to be. I expected the grandmother to be somebody who just like take the baby and I don't have to think about it. I don't have to ask. I don't have to feel awkward. I don't have to feel any of these things that I have to feel with Miss Gwynn. So yeah, that the the grandma will also like treat the baby as if the baby is like the grandma's in the sense of like, no, like just take over the care and need of it. Like, you know, like what does the baby need right now? Oh, hungry. Okay. What does baby like need to change? Okay. Then that's what's going to happen. It's not like Yara this, or can I help you? That's like, it's like you step in 
to that role in such a way that alleviates the pressure. And as a mother, you know, that person's going to do things to your standards as like to take care of like basic things, you yeah. know, like that's what I felt like it meant for me or whatever. I, I, I must, it was interesting because I was like, okay, so if Myla calls Mrs. Gwen Babushka, what is she going to call? I think it's all Babushka. Okay. Does grandma and grandma? Yeah, I think it's, I think the, the word Babushka is grandma. I also loved Myla on the plane, but like, not to like just step around, but like they gave her that headset, honey. And then I feel like that she got that monitor. And I feel like a moment with Myla was just like, honey, I'm running shit here. Like I'm flying this plane. Like, you know, like, and they were like, Myla, like put your headset, like clip it in. She was like, oh yeah, no, do that. But like, bring me back, honey. Like she was so good on that plane. Probably. I don't know. Did she cry? Who I don't knows? think but she I was think so she passed out mm-hmm. on the way back. It was, yeah, she's, but I think that she's so, 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 so cute. So I I love Jovi driving in Europe is also ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like Jovi is like, don't tell me how to drive. You don't have a license, and she's like, yeah, but I also like am from here. I'm from Europe. She loves Europe, loves it. She, and I here's the truth: if that is where you are from, and you go home after two years, after having a baby and two years of not seeing your family, you are gonna love every moment of this. So I understand her desire to stay there and to have conversation about it without Jovi being aware. And he's like, what are you going to sing on my name over there? Are you guys talking about me? And I'm just like, learn the language. Uh, yeah. I will say this also. I cried, 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 cried when the mother just broke down when she saw them for the first time, you know, because the mother oh, had- I didn't cry at all. Oh, I cried so hard. Because like she hasn't seen her daughter in so long. And then to know that your daughter created like a baby and she hadn't seen the baby and you see the baby for the first time. And like, she would, they really like kept the sound engineer all of her weeping in, which like, I mean, really did me in. Like, I can't, I'm too empathetic, you know, it's just very hard for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I can't wait to like, just talk, talk, talk. Like Joby's just like, I literally can't understand a word you're saying except for my name. And so what I here is that's that's more Arabic. Let me hear like push 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 Jovi push 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 Jovi. And so he's like, can you stop saying my name, or can you just like translate, not say my name? And he's like, and Yara's like, no, I'm gonna continue on this because you should just learn the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm always on I'm always gonna be on Yara's side. Always. Yeah. She can do no wrong. It's, She's the Pope. She's yeah. infallible. I think there's something about her that is infallible in my eyes as a character on, on in the universe. Like she is, I think, the moral compass. There's mm-hmm. something about her that is just like whatever she says is what it is. All right, let's move on to Bilal and Shida. So this is the aftermath of Shida finding out that she has low ovarian reserve and that, that she should try, start to strike, try to have kids in six months, which is what the doctor says. And Bilal here is six years. And it's Ramadan. And it's funny because like I know the basics of Ramadan because I work at a place where there are Muslim people. And when Ramadan comes around, we celebrate it or we are... Yeah, we celebrate it. We put up decorations the same way we would for like a huge population of people who celebrate whatever, right? Chinese New Year, we celebrate that at my job, you know, to the best of our American ability. We like put decorations up and mm-hmm. do all that, right? That's so, beautiful. so I know the basics of Ramadan. But after watching this, I was watching this while I was getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. I watched it on my own, but then I was also watching it with my while getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. And my like hair lady had like no concept like when Bilal was explaining like what it was of course yeah he explains it in a way that sounds (sighs) he explained it in a way that sounded crazy to me (laughs) like it sounded like oh that sounds hard 
right? And I'm like, but Christians fast. So like Lent, like people fast during Lent, people like Christians that are like in the black church, we fast all the time in the black church, all the time, not for no reason. There's no like celebration around it. It's just like a, hey, you know what? My life is getting really hard and I feel like I'm not giving as much to the Lord as I could. So I'm going to fast for the next week and I'm only going to drink water and eat after sunset. And, you know, and I'm going to be in my prayer closet, like, what's her face from the Platteville kids. You know what I'm saying? Like there's the faction of that that does fast, but the way he said it made me, made, made it not relate. Not, not to say that it should relate because he doesn't obviously know about Christian practices too. But anyway, so it's Ramadan. She has on no eye makeup and she looks like that character from that anime. You know, that character from the anime that has like a hood, like black hood on. I think it's from like Spirited Away. And it just has like a face that's white with like two Uh, parallel black lines like that's what she looks like and I was just like oh oh baby I'm gonna need you to put some some eyeliner on is that part of it uh no are you sure maybe it's in the morning maybe it's because it's early in the morning I wonder if it is like I'm giving up you know I'm very vain I wonder if it was like I don't want to be too vain so for Ramadan I'll give up makeup no, uh, I, it's the fasting part of it. Now I don't know. Cause I, I know Muslim women who are celebrating Ramadan, they have makeup on. So I'm saying it's not necessarily a part of it as like edict, but I don't know. It could be a personal choice, but mm-hmm. she is wearing makeup at the dinner. So that's why I was thinking, no. So she, he's like, oh, we pay f- five times a day. And my hairdresser was like, oh no. And I was like, girl, uh, Christians pray five times a day. If you pray over your meal, that's praying. You pray at least three times a day. You pray when you wake up, you pray over every meal and you pray when you pray when you go to sleep. So it's so interesting to me that like, you'll hear someone say something and not think about how you do the exact same thing. Oh yeah. Like, so I'm like, girl, if you're a Christian, you pray five times a day too. You may not like get out a prayer rug and like, you know, say a thing. Face face a certain way. Yeah. But you definitely pray five times a day. It's just so crazy how like uh, people love to judge the Muslims and I just not hear about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, three times a day, you're God is good. God is great. So we'll thank him for our play. We're going to thank him morning, noon, and night. We're going to thank him because he's out of sight. Literally. Amen. 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 Amen, amen, amen. You never oh my God, is that a Catholic thing? No, but it's like a, no, it's like a, I don't know, just like a. Like, oh, I've never heard that song. It came, is it a Catholic thing? You tell me. I don't know. But I mean, black church is like, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I mean, that's a hymnal, like you sing that in church. But like, I mean, I sing it in my off times too. I'll be driving in like, nah, me, no. and i'm not even christian anymore it's just like it's It's catchy it's in there yeah it's catchy so anyways but like it so they did that and he's like we fast to show how close we can get to the lord i'm like it's the same fasting that christians do when they feel like things are kind of out of whack and they want to like pay penance to jesus christ or to the lord they'll fast you know whatever so in ramadan you fast from sun up to sundown so usually sundown is that's when you break your fast that's when you have your first meal and your first drink of water or whatnot usually you start out with dates Mm -hmm. and a little bit of some kind of like gatorade you could do that or some kind of tea sugar water situation and almonds is something that you also eat when you break your fast so that you're just not like scarfing down food you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. get your your body prepared for food but dates are the thing that's the most interesting but they're cooking and i was looking at that food and i said that food looked bomb whatever he was grilling looked like it was going to be delicious and then i didn't like the way he had to talk shit about her her barbecue sauce 
Yeah, I didn't like that either. But she did put, okay, so she chopped, so she, she chopped a bunch of like scallions and then put like some chopped garlic in a food processor. With shrimp. With shrimp. And that was, so I was like, what, it, I didn't understand what that was going to be. I don't know. I My thought was she could have like, I don't know, added it to the macaroni. I don't know. I don't know what she was making. I thought maybe it was like a, a Trinidadian thing. So it was interesting because then when they actually ate, it was like, looked like ribs. Yeah, it looked like there were different types of soul food there. I saw macaroni and cheese. I saw beans, you know, everything without pork, obviously. So it was just like a lot of different types of food. I'm pretty sure Nefertari and the mother brought food too. Okay. Um, so it was just like a family meal because they've all been fasting. So it's like this time where like family becomes really important that people want to be home, be with their family to eat their, their only meal of the day and enjoy that. And then like, it's like a whole like beautiful month of like just celebration in your faith and family. Yeah, and the one thing that he has told her that she can't do is ruin it by talking about babies. Yeah, which is crazy because, like, it's not ruining it. And he, he hasn't talked about it to her at all, and he's using Ramadan as an excuse to not talk to it, talk to her about it. And so she ends up having a conversation at the dinner table trying to, like, talk about it. And he, she's like, I would, like, hope that we could start a family. Now, this is stuff I don't like. I don't like that she says things in front of his family with, like, trying to get them to be on her side. Like, I wish that she would just say it with her full chest. Like, hey guys, I have an announcement to make. We went to the doctor and the doctor told me that I have low AMH. And so I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to have kids. Bill? <laughs> what if he just turned into like Gail or something like that? You're just like, and like, then you're like, I don't just like, your thoughts? Yeah. You know, just like, I, and you. That is what she should do as opposed to like lightly trying to like do something. She just, if she needs, if she wants their help in getting Bilal to be, to agree with it, she just needs to be heavy handed with it. And then if at that point he refuses to, then the whole entire family knows that she did everything she could. So when she divorces him, she, he knows why. Like this whole idea, like, I mean, unless Bilal really feels like, you know, Ashida, I'm truly not ready to have a kid. So here's what we're going to do. Let's just freeze your eggs and let's yeah. just create embryos. And in three years, yeah. we're going to use a surrogate or, or whatever, like come up with a, a, a plan yeah. that isn't just, I'm, I, I'm sorry. We just can't try into three years. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. That's, I think the more masculine head of the household thing to do like is create, is like find the solution, you know, like, but I feel like it's interesting because I've been watching a lot of like sister wives too. And that made in that patriarch also Cody Brown is losing track of the entire family because he's not being assertive with solutions. He is just running away from the problems or avoiding or using whatever, you know, like, and, and so because he didn't take the active role in like how, what to do next, it's like, he's lost track of the family. And like with, Bilal, I feel like that's exactly what he should should do is he should like present the solution instead of just being like, we already have a family. You know what she means, you yeah. know, like, and so, yeah, basically then the sister um, is like, I had a baby at 43 and, um, and that's probably what he's banking on, which is crazy because yes. like, I've had people say that too, like, oh, you'll be fine because this person I know over here had their baby at whatever. What does that person over there have to do with the woman in front yes, of you? Yes, 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 yes. Nothing. Yes. And I, I also was really, really interested in knowing about Nefertari's, like, did she did it just take her that long? Did she do help? Did she have medical help? Was it because she just wasn't married that entire time and so she couldn't have kids? Like, I want to know 
more details surrounding her situation, mainly because like in you know, my fertility issues, but I realize now that women are so particular about sharing their fertility issues and I just don't understand it, but go ahead. Well, I do understand that. I think that, you know, there's different, they seem like modest people, but yeah, it's interesting that they will, someone will just bring up someone and be like, that probably, you know, stands for you too. Like, you know, like, oh, you are tired. You don't want to go to work. Like, well, there was this woman called the queen of England who had a bunch of like money and she didn't have to always work. So. Like, can you imagine just like drawing a parallel between you and just some other person without <laughs> any sort of, okay. So basically let's move on. Hot your food. I want to, I want to oh. talk about the fact that he's always doing things to her. Like he's always telling her that the words that she's saying in English is not correct. Like he really is very American imperialist in that manner where he's like, oh, well, you don't say hot your food in the U S you say, warm up your food. Try and say it, babe, say warm up your food. No, Bilal, let this woman say hot your food. That's so interesting. It's like, he's just like yeah. grossly American. It's gross. I wonder if she was like, if she'd be like, oh no, babe, I'm good. I'm going to say hot your food, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like just like one time being like, uh, you know, uh, like, really, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Actually. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, but I can tell that you understand it. So he really just thinks that she is this, but this guy is disgusting. Walking around with no shoes on, walking his dogs. Like what an animal. Okay. <laughs> just, I just, he's. There's a person with no shoes on. She's right. Yeah. Um, we're at a very fancy fucking hotel and there is a person outside with like board shorts on walking two little dogs, white dogs, and he has no shoes on trash. So anyways, I just, I just hate the fact that he tries to belittle her and change her based on the terminology she uses as though she is the little girl from the banana boat and he's teaching her how to be like American and better. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, it like extends to everything. Like, oh, you don't know that you don't want a child. I know you don't want a child. You don't know about the postpartum depression. I know about that. Let me teach you. You know, like it's just a lot of it's a lot. He's of like, it. let me lead because I know everything, and then he's gonna lead them right to hell. Hell, <sighs> honey. So speaking of hell, let's on go a highway to hell. Let's go to Kim and Usman. So this woman. Is being told that she's bribing. And so this woman is sitting up in this other woman's house acting like she ought to be given a fair shot because they are judging her based on someone else. What world do you live in which you don't judge someone based on someone of you from your same country and your same race? Like why why would they not judge you for for baby girl Lisa's mistakes? You're the same generation, just on different coasts. Exactly. If he showed up in America, you would have friends and be like, oh, this Nigerian man is coming to like, and he's younger than you. And like, he, they would judge him. And you, she's like, no one in my life, any one of my friends or family members would ever, da, 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 da. you know, she, she's bananas. So uh, she's like, how dare you think that? How dare you think that I'm trying to bribe her? I'm not. It wasn't meant yeah. as a bribe. And honestly, like, I'll go home. If you guys don't want me, I'll go home. And they're like, oh, great. Dude, do that. Go home. And she's just like, with her pursed lips as though like, girl, you are, I don't care how old you are. You know, you have come into this woman's house who, A, this woman is older than you. You're in their house on their land in, you know, trying to marry their son, brother. And you have the audacity to have some kind of hubris about who you are. And like there, you know, if any of my friends and family were to hear that someone told me, told me that I was using them as a bribe, they would be very upset because they would know that's not who I am. Girl, what? what? They don't know that? 
Yeah. Dude, you're crazy. Yeah, the mom, it was like literally last episode had prayed, like, may God take this woman away from us. And then so when she like finally gives her judgment, which is like, no, he's to marry a house woman first. Honey, the mom's like, mic drop, I'm leaving. And by I'm leaving, get the F out of my house. The sons have to be like, okay, well, she's she's done. No, you know, and like, by she's done, she just like literally gets and walks out. And like, Kim's even like, no, I can see that. I can see, I can see that she's no longer sitting on this fancy, fancy couch. Yeah, she's like, my. this is my choice. What you have to do is you have to marry a household woman first and then you can marry Kim, but you need to have kids. And please apologize to her on my behalf, but have this woman leave my home. She can keep the cow. I mean, the cow, the cow can stay. It is just like, wild that Kim is so like well I never and then Usman isn't even translating the way he needs to translate which is why I think like the brother is they're like okay can you please yeah it's time to go so she's like oh Mr. she gets up they go and they get in the car and she's like I was on my best behavior I was on my best behavior so I should get an award for that he's like you get double yummy yummy for that tonight double yummy yummy he becomes like in this car ride he like senses that she's upset and so he becomes like the sweetest version of Usman we've ever seen like in the face of his mom like rejecting Usman's like I'm going what a weird thing your mom the mom's like you we can't marry you and he's like okay I'm gonna make her feel better by just like Ding her down maybe because in his mind is like maybe it's one last time i don't know like why i don't understand why this has happened like it's such a weird thing to whisper in her ear yeah know? yeah i mean i guess he must be attracted to her in some way the fact that he could actually like have get up and have sex with her so i mean i guess that's true because i'm i can't continuously think that uzman is somebody who doesn't understand what love is like he doesn't understand love that's outside of familial love like i don't know that any woman he ever marries he will love them in the least the western sense of the word like he will never (laughs) (laughs) put the chewest man is walked by again yeah but um He like sometimes when I hear about folks talking about oh I love this person I love that person like the Western idea of like love and being in love is so kind of specific it's like a feeling in your body it's like a draw you have towards someone it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a choice and not a choice whereas in other cultures sometimes it's merely a choice and you're just like I'm gonna love this person I'm gonna be there be there by them side and take care of them and they're gonna be my wife and I just feel like the way he talks about Kim to her face is just indicative of the fact that he actually doesn't love her. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think... I. Yeah, no, he is almost a martyr in his mind for mm-hmm. even being with her. Yeah. Like he deserves, it's like almost as if some sort of spiritual cleanse and talk about fasting doing without for him is almost like righteousness in his mind. Yeah. And Kim is for him in the way that he says it, the doing the doing without to an nth degree. So basically he is like, so it's weird. So yes, uh, in this car ride home, he's like uh, very, very warm and blah, 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 blah. And then the next morning they have a conversation about like what happened. And basically Kim is like, I will not be a second wife. I won't be wife number two. I will only be the first wife because in my mind, you told me that the first wife is who he loves, blah, 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 and the second wife is like the handmaid's tail lies in the middle of my legs and gives birth to their babies. I'll never meet the babies, don't care about their, you know, like it's that that situation. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like we just, that's what you made up in your mind. You should, could have been wife number one, but now we realize you can't be wife number one. So you'd have to be wife number two. And if you want to be with me, like, let's do this. And she's like, that's not the solution I want. You're like, you know, like, that's not it for me. And he takes it as a huge offense because he's like, you're not going to break up with me over this. You're not going to not take wife number two because I am 
already to be with you, giving up so much. I've already sacrificed and compromised, but you need a compromise on this. If you want to be with me, you're now going to be wife number two. Yeah. He's like, I have so many lovely ladies in my DMs asking me and wanting to be with me and they're rich too. And how dare you walk away and say you would break up with me because you don't want to be wife number two. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't, uh, what, she can walk away. I'm not losing anything by not having you in their life. Like I've already put aside beauty and glamour and a skinny body who can birth children and flawless skin and great teeth to be with you. So she's like, I'm not pretty. I'm not hot. So you're not attracted to me. So I'm so ugly. Am I so ugly? It's like, so then it's like, gets to that point yeah. where it's like, yeah, man. Oh shit. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Kim, there are 53 year old women who look not like you not like you but here's the thing see here's the thing it's they just, don't walk like you they're not knock need i don't i don't think that kimberly is ugly i just think that she you know like i think because i also think that i we you know where she kimberly isn't ugly in the sense that like she is a fun spirited person and so she radiates a certain amount of warmth and joy that like should account for something and it does and i like her a lot and uh in other ways in which i feel like she you know livens up a room but I also feel like you know that you're dating someone who's massively younger than you. And like, you know, I think that for Jenny and Sumit also, this could be like, you know, a conversation of like, they, if they're cognizant about the, like what the difference is, then they are in their, in maybe like not give, they are kind of giving up something. You know, like if they're cognizant of the difference. Yeah. I mean, look, I, like I said, Kim, there are 51 year old women who have kept up with themselves and Kim has not, she just hasn't. And that's, that's, that is my, that is my opinion of that. And maybe just because she, I don't know, she hasn't there. I, I, I know these 53 year old women, they, they are fab. Right. So Kim is not that. And so to me, so he is, but he's still insulting her and it's rude for him to say that to her in front of her face. Because he's like, she's like, what am I just like, whatever. But you, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, he's like, I mean, you're in Africa, bro. You're surrounded by a lot of beautiful women. So I just, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And the fact that I guess you are a fan of this person who is like, you know, an artist and therefore like does a bunch of like work and gets, you know, amount of like talent poon just thrown at him. That's yeah. what happens. There's just like you know? a lot of status. There's a lot of status surrounding, surrounding him and, and like, having a wife that looks a certain way that you don't have that look. So she, what I do love is that she stands her ground when it comes to what it is that she wants. Now, this whole first wife, second wife thing is a silly argument because if she had done any of her research and she'd watched Big Love or any show that talks about polygamy, you know that being the first wife, Mary, doesn't make, sh- doesn't make, doesn't like, you know, Mary's the first wife, right? But Robin is the wife he loves. And that's the first wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you don't even need to be, it doesn't matter what number wife you are. You just need to be the wife that takes over. You need to be the wife that's in control. You need to be the wife that is by his on his right side. You need to be the wife that is going to whisper in his ear and tell him what to do. You need to be the wife that's going to keep him satisfied. Now, you're not necessarily going to be the wife that you're going to be in all the pictures, but you know, you're going to, you're yeah. going to, you're going to be his right hand. And he's like, you she's like, you'll never find anybody more loyal to me. I always think it's so interesting when people use the word loyal, when it comes to being in a relationship with their partner. Cause I think to myself, what does that mean? What does it mean? Like, do you mean like not cheating? Okay. 
many people won't cheat, but what is loyal? What, what loyalty is like what you give to a king. Loyalty is fealty and things like that is what you give to a powerful person who has a lot. So yes, if you were a, if you were a wife of one of four and you were the most loyal wife, that means that you're the, the wife that cares about his needs the most. That makes sense. But if it's only one wife, why do you need to be loyal? Okay, so loyalty means like allegiance to. An allegiance mm -hmm. to means that like a ride or die, whatever you need in any situation, I'm there. If like, you know, shit, whatever, you know, whatever you need, I'm there. Whatever has to happen, I'm going to make it happen for you. So if we are going to a dinner and you need to network with people, like I'm do, I'm charming everyone I possibly can. Yeah. Like, and I'm charming the wives of people that, are, you know, that need, that you need to talk to. So like mm -hmm. we're getting in, you know, like that's, there's, there's that. There's of course the fidelity aspect, which we've talked about, like. It, but very few men are the men in the positions in which you are talking about. And so therefore they don't need loyal wives because most wives aren't, aren't expected to throw dinner parties and to, you know, schmooze at galas. Like that is a very specific <laughs> yeah. wife you need. Or yeah, I'm that wife. Listen, if you, if you know a man that needs that kind of wife, that's me. I'm a schmoozer at galas. Yeah. It's the, that is a very specific thing. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hate it when they say it when you're, when the guy isn't like a mogul. Here's my gala up to. Okay, so Usman says that he cannot marry without the proper blessing. And then this is where it ensues, where he insults her. And she goes off to the room crying. And she says that she won't be anybody's second anything ever again in her life. And that she won't let in a man take advantage of her. And I, the thing is, though, like, she's not yeah. going to stick to her guns. Like, I know she's not. Because she wants to be with him. Otherwise, she just wouldn't have got so upset and walked away. She would, Because she said, listen, if that's what you want, then... I, I love you, but I'm going to get on the plane and go home. Yeah. And when he said the horrible things that he said, she wasn't able to just to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to go home, but I do love you. And I'm so sorry that I can't give you what you want and you just go home. But she storms off crying because like she wants to give him what she, what, what he wants. But then, you know, it's just like too much. Like just, Ooh, yeah. I see that point. You see, just like choose, let it just be the choice and just stick with the choice. It may hurt. But this over, I don't know, I hate people get extra emotional when they don't need to. You know, she really loves him, though. Uh, you know, that's what she said. She really loves him. So we'll see what happens with that one. I mean, I, yeah, that's it's a sad journey for them. You know, like it didn't really look like it was ever going to work out anyway. But. All right, let's move on to Sumit and Jenny. You've been saving the best for last. Oh, great. Indian music is playing, so we know that it's Sumit and Jenny. So Sumit gets up in the morning, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go visit with my parents. Do you want to come with me? And Jenny's like, no, I'm going to stay here and clean. Okay, that was, hey, I want to talk about this for a second because a like he had taken out all his stuff i remember how he folded it so well and he left her stuff in the suitcase and then she's like oh just gonna leave my stuff in the suitcase and he's like he's like ah, i mean i don't know where you're gonna put your stuff he's like okay like jenny doesn't want to move one inch want to move a finger and like i always think it's weird when people like travel together and pack in the same suitcase like juan i like traveled separately to this hotel room so we have separate suitcases but i can't imagine just like packing one suitcase because i always need my own suitcase anyway god bless i will also say this yeah like jenny makes it seem like yeah i'm not gonna go hang out with your family i just like have someone i'm gonna like do some cleaning around here and it's just so funny to me that you're gonna use the cleaning to get around like seeing his parents they go into the kitchen and then i looked at the kitchen to see like what's happening there it did look cleaner but there's mm -hmm. still a bunch of like there's still stuff on the counter like but there's I, now stuff on the shelves and, and everything too <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's double stuff so he's like you know i'm gonna go visit with my family and he goes to the family 
and then he is greeted by three people not four people and these three people one of which has contacts on and a pink bow it was very chris Ah! (laughs) that's rude that pink bow is you you why what are you talking about why chris you're at a late you are a grown woman who wears a bow in their hair you do a big bow a big bow it's always a bigger bow I don't wear little baby, baby Myla bows. You would though. No, I would not. That's a lie. I would not wear baby Myla bows. Okay. Okay. I don't trust. I don't believe that. I don't know that to be true. So basically he greets, he's greeted by his auntie and the auntie is like, yeah, no, uh, your mother couldn't come because she's absolutely wrecked and devastated. (laughs) Like the, the, the neighbors in the family are just making fun of your parents so hard. They're calling and being like, (laughs) I heard Submit got married. Why didn't you invite me? (laughs) Like, literally, I feel so bad for Submit's family, honestly, because marriages in, I guess, their culture and community are community events. They're events that people get invited to. They're big. It's a whole celebration. It's it's just like a, it's like Christmas. It's, It's a thing you do every year. It's a thing. It's a celebration. It's like a big thing marriages and in a way that it's a celebration here for us but like i feel like here in the, here in the states people's kids don't get married right right people and also one two only a certain class of people parents pay for their kids marriages like most of the time children pay for their own marriages because we're just not set up in the way of of that and so culturally in india it's just the family's duty to pay for a marriage it's you know you you invite everybody because it's 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 about like it's like a birth you know you're just like taking on the next generation and it's just like a huge family event right and so jenny doesn't understand that but sumit does sumit understands it but the community is now making fun of his mother his mother cannot see the light of day the mother is like just crying so much of the ants like she looks drunk or high and she's just like always like it's like in so much distress i'm like oh my god god bless they're really putting it thick on sumit like you know that like this is like ruining everything the sister is like they're like even talking more than the sister has ever talked the sister-in-law talked more than the brother the brother like i don't even know how he has a voice honey. yeah the sister-in-law is like yeah this is crazy like we're and they're all kind of swept up in it too right i imagine yeah. the sister-in-law is like a little embarrassed about jenny too but she's more modern so she's like okay i get it I understand both things and, but he's, you know, then she brings up the fact that, you know what, Jenny can't have kids. And this is also a shameful thing too. The truth is Sumit doesn't want kids, but he tells them that he's going to look into surrogacy. And I'm like, how much is surrogacy in India? Do I need to go and like live in India for a couple months? Get me a surrogate? Uh, when you first said that, I was like, is she going to be a surrogate? Like, you know, like, I was like, how much is she going to make money there? She like, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe. So basically, I mean, you can get great hair there. Anyway, God bless. Yeah, like, it's the, the he then, of course, says that, yeah, he's going to talk to Jenny about, about it, but he has not talked to Jenny about it yet. And Jen, and the sister-in-law is like, you haven't talked to her about it yet? Clocking that. Yeah. And that's super, super crazy. Then the aunt goes in. The aunt is like mission kill. And then is like, you have to talk to your parents. It's not about Jenny. So you are the one that it's not about your parents. It's like you. And like at first I was like, well, it's a little bit on the parents to kind of like come to their senses. No, you're being American. You're being American. You got to throw away that. I, the reason why I say this is only because we're on season like six of this show. Like the parents have been on for like, you know, like the past 
whatever, like two seasons at least, right? Three seasons. Mm -hmm. Like what show was the parents thinking that they were on? Like that whole time when they like, could they sign release forms and stuff? And like and the release forms had to be also printed in, in Indian so they can understand what they're like signing legally. Like what show did they think they were on? Was it Wipeout? Well, the thing is, is that like, you're still thinking with an American mindset. These people are going to hold to their guns because at the very least, mm -hmm. they can say that they never accepted Jenny, even though the mother did totally sick there on national television. But like, this is a huge thing that as Americans at this point, we just have to recuse ourselves from the conversation because we've been talking about Jenny and Summit and Summit's parents house boots the day. like we've been talking about them over and over again and now the fact that they don't show up to this taping and they send the aunt instead to tell him how royally he's fucked up and how everyone is laughing at them like I don't understand it and I'm not going to try to understand it nor explain it away I'm just going to say Summit really hurt his family and I just think that he's in order for it to make it right. He's he, the only way he can make it right is to divorce Jenny. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to have kids. And they're like, when? And he's like, when she dies. And that's what I thought he was going to say. Oh, yeah. I honestly thought he was going to say when she dies. And then he's like, I'm talking to Jenny about maybe us doing a surrogate. And the aunt is like, Jenny can't take care of kids. She can barely get up and move around and clean her own house. Yeah. She cannot take care of an infant. Yeah, you're insane. That's a crazy thought. They're like, we know how old she is. She's 63. She might as well be 73. She's not going to be running around behind a 10-year-old, 11-year-old at 74. Like, it is crazy. He's just like, okay, I got to figure out a way to make him happy. And this is the way I'm going to just going to say that this is what's going to, it's like, no, Simit, that's not what's going to happen. He must have really hated that first, that wife that he, you know, got married to. Like, he just really loved Jenny. I really, like, I, I also just want to know so bad what that woman was like, like what that relationship was like. Yeah. He, God, it's so interesting. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is the picture of Shida I wanted to show you guys of where she looks like that little anime character. So now think of her face as just being fully white and then think of there being like black parallel lines just right here and like maybe a red lip. Like that is what that anime character looks like. Okay. Y'all, thank you so time. much for rocking with us. It's my birthday weekend. So if you guys want to, you know, drop a little something in the funds for my birthday, if you're like, dang, why well, I wish I could help you celebrate your birthday, you could do so. You could like, you know, cash at me at dollar sign Wahima, or you can Venmo me at Wahima dash Lino, you know? Mm -hmm. so if you want to do that you can do that but otherwise you could join us on patreon at patreon.com slash docusweeties mm -hmm. or you can follow us on our social media which is docusweeties on instagram docusweeties1 on instagram's uh friend tiktok just kidding uh enemy friend of me <laughs> i know i know but like it's, 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 so, it's so funny because like i see a lot of just tiktok reels on instagram you know yeah. like and then Docu Sweeties one on TikTok, Docu Sweeties one on Twitter. Um, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here, for subscribing, and I just saw that too. And uh, for oh subscribing, I know. Let's say it. Rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. Yeah, y'all. I didn't even know what I didn't know he was sick. No, I don't think I didn't know that. Oh either. my god, Leslie Jordan. So you guys would know him. He's a little actor. Look him up. Very short guy, lovable guy. He yeah. got really popular during the pandemic yeah. by saying, "Well, shit, how y'all doing?" I know oh. the greatest like Instagram. That's really sad. Oh uh, what God. a brilliant uh, comedic actor. Okay, my loves, have a beautiful rest of your day. And then my last thing I was gonna say is that our love spring cup and is happening. So to that, rest ours and have a blessed rest of your day. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.